0: So what I advise people to do during stressful times is to find peace in the presence of where you are with the commitment to where you want to go, right? Because now you've actually created a game plan. So now you're on the court and you're a player as opposed to on the sidelines as a bystander being victimized by the game.
1: Hi, welcome back. I'm Christina Barcy, your host of Be Bold Begin, the podcast designed to help you find your purpose and unblock the blocks with Kaizen Creative Tips and Tools. And we have a guest for you today, a very, very special guest of whom I adore. And she's doing really amazing work to help people connect with their mind and their body. Hi, Troy. Hello, how are you? <laughs> so good. We're just living the life here in quarantine yeah how about that (laughs) it's working it's it's not so bad it's you know it's all about the mindset I think right
0: yes I agree absolutely always yeah so
1: I wanted to give just a little background of how I got to know you or how I met you I had the pleasure of meeting coach Troy through another show that I produce called the only one in the room hosted by laura cathcart robbins and co-hosted by scott slaughter aka hun (laughs) so right (laughs) shout out to laura and scott and you are good friends with them and they brought you in for one of our very very first episodes that we did just over a year ago now she is on episode two and if you haven't listened to that show yet i think it's it's very relatable it's transformative stories of people who have felt onlyed and I think we can all relate to that experience and Troy's episode is called Troy Beyer is the only celebrity in anger management. Oh,
0: <laughs> It's funny.
1: It's a great title.
0: <laughs> yeah that really is so a- a- appropriate too you know.
1: Once you hear the story you'll yeah uh, you'll understand but it's a great one to start with. That is when I kind of resonated with you. Obviously it's the first time I met you but Everything mm-hmm. you talked about and your energy and what you bring to the room and to a conversation was just life. So, thank you. It really um, made me want to hold on and get to know you more. And we actually brought you back last December
0: to guest host. Oh, yeah. that was fun. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, no, I loved it. I think that's one of our best episodes, actually. Everyone right. got, yeah. Did really well. well.
0: Thank you. Thank you for that. It was really fun. Yeah.
1: So, I'm going to formally introduce you now. Okay. So Coach Troy Beyer is a best selling published author, a certified industrial organizational psychologist. She holds a okay. master's degree in depth psychology and recently completed a doctorate degree in clinical psychology. Troy has coached and led workshops for thousands of people around the world, including working as a transformational seminar leader on behalf of one of the largest organizations in the world, focusing on personal and professional growth and development. Troy's books, X-Free, Nine Keys to Happiness After Heartbreak, and How to Be a Powerfully Responsible Bitch, I love that title, topped Amazon's bestseller list, I love it. Troy spent a good deal of her life as an actress and director, appearing on Sesame Street at age four, had a starring role on the television show Dynasty in the 1980s, and went on to write and direct films for major Hollywood studios such as Warner Brothers and Lionsgate. Troy exchanged her career in show business for her true passion, teaching others how to identify and shift their limited and isolating beliefs. Welcome, Troy.
0: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. It was good to be here.
1: Yes, I'm so glad you're here. That title, How to Be a Powerfully Responsible Bitch, is a book I need and I love it because I as I was kind of thinking about our conversation today, I was thinking about what resonated with me in meeting you for the first time and I was I realized that the thing that I that you encapsulated that I was seeing maybe for the first time in real life was someone who could embody softness and femininity and kindness and compassion and all of that nurturing energy while being a badass at the same time. Wow. That's fly. Right. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. And Thanks. yeah. And I was like, you know what? I've been looking for this role model in a sense my whole life. Cause I, I always battled with those two sides of myself and I right. find that I had trouble sort of seeing others just embrace all of it. And mm-hmm. yeah, and seeing you do
0: that was like, okay, here we go. This is what, this Aww. this resonates with me. Yeah. That is such a huge compliment. Wow. Yeah. Thank you.
1: Oh, absolutely. And yeah. you bring that power to your existence and, and I see you sharing it with others. And that is, again, even more powerful and empowering. So I appreciate you for that.
0: Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for acknowledging that and getting that and actually... The way you just captured it it's pretty great because uh, I, I was looking for that too actually <laughs> really you know yeah because there's always this fine line it's funny I was talking to my daughter about this because she's looking to find her niche it's like mm-hmm. there's a fine line between being vulnerable and you know being powerful without being a reckless bitch right it's that it's that balance of
1: yeah of that center finding the center in yourself of how do mm-hmm. I being vulnerable yeah. is powerful but you're right it's it's that fine line of feeling wheat, right? Mm-hmm. But it is powerful if you can move through it all and use it, right?
0: Yeah, absolutely. I guess. Yeah. I mean, so for me personally, yes, it's powerful, but then to hear how it creates space for you to find yourself, mm-hmm. that's even more powerful. So like, wow, you know, that's awesome. Thank you. Oh, absolutely.
1: Thank you. On that note, yeah. actually, you have a really great quote on your website that I wanted to to read here, which is the day we accept what happened to us actually happened for us is the day we graduate from surviving as victims of life to thriving as victors of life. And I love that yes. because it, it kind of, it, it speaks to what we're talking about, isn't it?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so that 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 was something that really has served as the context of my life, is really moving from victim to victor, because as a child, I had been victimized, you know, through um, several different experiences, including sexual abuse and child abuse, and, and all these experiences that legitimized me as a victim, and then it was confirmed by people that I respected, like social workers and judges and attorneys, you know, so... I was really I got this nice big old brand stamp on my on my back called victim certifiable, you know. And with that came this pity party from people that I I admired and respected, you know, these people of authority. And I thought, okay, I get to do nothing for the rest of my life because um, people will always feel sorry for me. And they'd be like, well, at least she's not dead, you know. Wow. Um, So that was the that was actually the context that I was living inside of until I was about 18 years old, like, woe is me. I've had such a hard life. And then I thought, you know, I may have everyone's sympathy, but this shit sucks. I don't know if I can cuss on your show, but anyway. yeah, go for it. Okay. Yeah. I was like, this sucks. I don't want, I don't want to be the one who's just sitting around waiting for someone to hand me happiness because, right. You know, um, I, I'm actually managing myself inside of that conversation. And then I started doing some transformational work. And it took me about 20 years to really get anchored in a new truth. But I tell you, when people that you really respect and admire declare who you are, you believe that shit.
1: I know. so true.
0: It's horrible. It's that. It's the ego. It's like, yeah, that's me, mm-hmm. you know. And I had like a V on my chest and my little red cape fla- flapping. In the, <laughs> the, the victim is here, and then I was like, okay, so the V is there. I'm not going to get rid of that. But what what else is there besides the victim? Right. How about victor? You know, like yes. conquering some stuff. So.
1: Yes. And it's true. I mean, I've had my own experiences too with trauma and the the thing I hated when I was going, when I was in the midst of it really was sharing it with others because of that pity look you get.
0: Yeah. And I Mm -hmm. hated
1: that. I was like, really? Like, can we just, (laughs) can we just not, can you just either listen or move on or, you know, it just, it didn't feel helpful
0: in any way. No, it's so debilitating. Like Just energetically for someone to vibrate with you at that frequency. It's like, where do you go? You can't get up from that.
1: Yeah. And they just, they don't know any better. And it's, you know, they don't know what to do. And I get it. There's a lack of tools. And we, I I think that's why these conversations are important, not just for people who relate to our situations, but also to people who know others. So they can kind of listen and see Mm -hmm. what they can do to help the people in their lives and not treat them like there's something wrong with them
0: yeah that's a great point I I think the best thing we can do for anyone who's been victimized in life is to listen to them as heroes Mm, that's a great way to say that's it's like look you survived you're a hero now you know heroes don't stop what else are you going to be heroic at now Mm -hmm. you know it really sets up a different uh, paradigm for them
1: it really does and uh, thank you for saying that Mm -hmm. so
0: You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So let's talk, let's shift
1: into uh, the core of our conversation today, which uh, is what you've created with Mindology Fitness.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: I would love for you to just share with us what Mindology Fitness is and what your inspiration was for it.
0: Yeah, so Mindology Fitness is a program that is designed to do one thing only, and that's to teach each and every person how to organically regulate their emotions, so my intention is to one day, you know, providing people with the tools, tips, and technology they need so they don't need to swallow a pill to heal. They actually understand that, you know, we can we can heal ourselves physically and mentally. So it's my job to find the remedies that would support them to organically do what I want them to do. So if you're dealing with any kind of depression, there are organic methods and procedures for you to take in order for you to create the level of dopamine or other neurotransmitters that you need, so that you are not stuck in that depression. So that's what mindology does. It in a very fun, effective, and affordable way. We just provide you with remedies to help you regulate your emotions. It's it's just such a strange um, thing that I came up with. I would have never thought I would be a coach teaching mental fitness. <laughs> You know, I mean, come on. It's like, really? But boy, do I love it. It's the air I breathe. I, I just can't even sleep. I feel like sleep gets in the way of my creating new programs. Oh, boy, do I relate to that. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what are you doing, sleep? Come back later. I'm not. No, I know it's 6 a.m. Yeah, I'm so not finished. <laughs> yeah, yeah I got, I, my mind is not empty yet. So um, that's what it is. It's fun, effective mind care for everyone, everywhere, and it's the tools to, for you to heal yourself. Our slogan is, uh, we provide you with the tools you need to make sure that your peace of mind is in your hands at all times. Ooh, that's powerful. Yeah, right? I love it. I get all excited. And I use the stuff. You know, I'm, you know, it's like you say, if, you, if you're dealing, don't use your own stash. Dude, I'm telling <laughs> you, I'm all up in this stash. <laughs>
1: I, I think this is a good stash to dip into. Yeah, good. <laughs> before you do yeah. it.
0: Before you yeah, deal it was, it. absolutely. Yeah,
1: so, okay, so you, you said you were pretty surprised that you kind of, that your life took the shift into teaching people about this, about this, about being holistic, about learning how to, you know, create these tools for themselves. What inspired you to move into this area?
0: Um, I started experimenting with plant medicine, um, specifically ayahuasca. Mm-hmm. which is a, it, it's, it's what it is. It's a plant medicine. And during m- one of my journeys, um, the medicine, because it actually, you have this inner dialogue with your higher self. The medicine facilitates that experience. My higher self told me that I need to go and learn something called heart math. There's the Heart Math Institute. And heart math is a program that supports people in establishing coherency in their brain but and their body by regulating the heart rate variability through certain breathing techniques. So I went and I became a certified heart math trainer and during one of my own personal sessions in which I was regulating my heart rate variability I had this vision of me kind of like in a workout outfit. I'm like, "What?" Oh, specific. Like, I thought of, yeah, I thought of like Jane Fonda. I'm like, hm, no, I don't think so. Um, then I, I mean, I love Jane, but I'm just not like a fitness person like that. It's not my thing. So then I did ayahuasca again, and then um, the ayahuasca. So it actually was, it, it was a very, um, I was given the information in steps. So the next time I did ayahuasca, the ayahuasca showed me at a counter. And she, the medicine said, you're to serve the people. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm just finishing a doctorate, and you're now telling me I'm going to go be a waitress and serve people at a counter? <laughs> so that and was the first
1: translation.
0: <laughs> yes. I'm like, are you kidding me? Okay. And then the um, medicine said, you're going to create a menu for them to choose from. I'm like, a menu? And I said, well, what am I serving? And she said, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter as long as it brings them peace. Wow. You're serving peace. And then I got it. I saw what was on the menu. The menu was happiness, joy, peace, like all these wonderful states of being. And what was also on the menu was depression, anxiety, worry, fear, grief. So there's what is the problem that you're dealing with? And here's what we have to serve you then you know in such a way that you'll have peace so that's how it came about wow that is
1: it's really beautiful I can feel the literally I can feel the energy when you talk about the menu of happiness and peace and joy and
0: yeah and I actually do we create we have a menu we created a menu and um, right now I'm working on mood foods because there's certain foods that have the same impact as a lot of these pharmaceutical drugs that are being prescribed for mood alterations and you know like right now I'm going to be doing a video on pineapple and oranges because the combination of pineapples and oranges really are very effective in treating depression because the colors visually actually creates uh, ignite the brain to organically c- to create the neurotransmitters that occupy the receptor sites needed to, um, reverse depression. Interesting. Okay. So you
1: mentioned color. So so is this applicable outside of food as well? Or do you know?
0: Um, no. So here's the thing about food. The reason why it's food is because this is so funny. This is very interesting. When men see women, and they see skin on a woman's body, mm-hmm. it activates the same part of the brain that is activated when they see food. Whoa. Yeah, it becomes a necessity for survival. Okay. okay, okay. Right? So the reason why we do it with food is because the part of the brain that is activated when we see food is, is a necessary for survival experience. So we could do it. In an orange and yellow chair or table set, which is what McDonald's does, right? Their yes. colors are orange and yellow, and that's because it activates the the appetite. But it's not it's not it doesn't have the same impact when it's food when it registers in the brain as food. If it's food, then it's like oh, it's necessary. It's not optional. Wow, that is fascinating. Yeah. So my th- current thing is just researching different foods that you know, do certain things, like right now I'm looking for foods that are anti-inflammatory because I'm I'm working on grief right now, and one of the things, the grief impacts the lungs, and what the problem is, is the lungs become inflamed, so I'm like, okay, well, if we can reduce the inflammation, and I work backwards. Mm -hmm. I mean, sort of,
1: because it's, you know, what's the problem, and how do we solve it? Right. Yeah, that makes sense. So that, that makes me think, too, you know, There's a level of observation, awareness that people can churn on and start to recognize. A lot of us sort of don't even know that we're having grief or inflammation or, you know, the connection between how we're feeling and the body and how the body physically feels, et cetera.
0: Yeah. So, um, just, I think is that, I think we know, I just think we don't understand we know when we're off. We just don't understand why we're off.
1: I d- yeah. I do notice in in just, you know, people in general, I'm generalizing mm-hmm. right now, but the the want to kind of mask all of those feelings and not mm-hmm. really stay in a place of noticing that you're off or staying in a place of awareness with mm-hmm. it or trying yeah. to just run from it to, in a sense. Yeah, right.
0: Mm-hmm. So what we want to do is have people wake up, you know, wake up right. to it, right? Yeah. What, do you,
1: what, what would you suggest for a first step to kind of noticing how to begin that
0: process? So here's the thing, and I, and I just really anchor in this as my truth, and I think it is safe to say that it's the experience of a lot of people. We always know, but then we try to talk ourselves out of that which we know that we know. So when you're sad... You know you're sad, but if you don't understand why you're sad, then you're going to try and mask your sadness because there's nothing you can do. You feel helpless. And that's why I want to teach people with Mindology Fitness tools, tips, and techniques so that you can go, oh, I have sadness. I am not sadness. I just have sadness. Oh, I better better hold my, my ring finger because... Mm, I think I'm worried too much. That's where my sadness is coming from. Well, great. Holding your ring finger is wonderful because that is the meridian that correlates with the emotion of worry. And then you start creating and stimulating the neurotransmitters responsible for helping you move that emotion and reversing that emotion. It's really just pure science. It's ridiculously simple. I mean,
1: it's simple, but you said a lot there for someone who's never heard this process before. Yeah. So... Just to break it down a little bit, how, so I know you're, you've you studied this and you have the science to back it up, but is there a way to define what you just described? Like you said, the ring finger is a place of worry.
0: How is that determined? So there, there are, there are uh, meridians that are correlated with specific emotions in our body, and you know there's acupressure. That's why there's acupuncture. And so when we can activate those specific pressure points, They're known as meridians, then we activate a simple biochemical process in the body. So if you're dealing with, I don't know, let's just go now to say anger. Ironically, the finger that correlates with anger is the middle finger. What a surprise. How did the body know that? The finger that correlates with fear or panic is the index finger. Well, what do we do when we're afraid? We're panicking. We point at it. So inherently, we understand what body parts correlates with specific emotions but we don't know what to do about that i mean we know i'm sorry but we don't understand how to utilize that in our favor so that's how it works it's there's there is a part of the body that is correlated with other physiological processes in the body and if you understand how the body works in relation to emotion you can use emotions to heal the body you can heal the body to instigate certain emotions i love that
1: it it kind of reminds me of the dichotomy between just everything, the dark or the light or the good or the bad or however you want to phrase it. But Mm -hmm. a lot of us have put a bad connotation societally on the idea of emotions. So
0: being able to
1: use that, to use your emotions to heal the body. I've never heard anyone say that before.
0: Yeah. You know, James Hillman is a wonderful depth psychologist. He, He, his thing is follow the symptom to the source so you find that emotion and just follow it. Where does that emotion live at in your body? It's somewhere. Right. Maybe it's in, you know, you, you've got, you've got you, you're, you're irritated, okay? That's an emotion. Where is that living? In your head. Right now you have a headache, okay? In your ear. What part of your head is that located? Is it left or right? If it's left, it's got male energy. I mean, female energy. If it's right, it's got male energy, okay? If it's on the right side, who, what, ma- what male person is irritating you? Wow. What's going on? Yeah, you could really follow the symptom to the source if you have the information. It's, it's, a, it's a roadmap. It's, it's such a fabulous inquiry, you know? I love that. Thank you for sharing sort of the, literally the trail that we already
1: have built in that we can follow mm-hmm. to figure out the source and the solution.
0: Yeah, our bodies know everything right. about everything. That's amazing. How yeah.
1: empowering is that?
0: Isn't that great? Well, that's why Hippocrates said, Physician, heal thyself. Because he knew. I mean, this is the father of modern medicine saying we're all physicians. And with the right information and the right mindset, we are powerful enough to heal ourselves. And that's what I teach with Mindology. It's all about that. To organically be able to heal yourself regardless of the emotion or create more of that emotion that you want. You know, my daughter is so cute. I, we have this thing in Mindology where we actually disappear energy drains. But if there's an energy present that you want more of, then you just do the exercise in the exact opposite direction. Right. And this is based on neuro-linguistic programming. So sometimes I see my daughter spinning and I'm like, oh, you have an emotion you want more of. She's like, yes. And she like does the process with her hands. So I'm like, oh, good. Awesome. <laughs>
1: That's great. It's almost. It must be nice to bond with your daughter that way, to have the shared language and experience with her.
0: Yes, it is. She's really, really involved in the business as well, and my son is really into it. I, I got these kind of cool kids. Knock on wood. It's been fun raising them. I'm just we're a little bit inseparable right now, but that's beautiful. <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, we like it that way. So speaking of
1: right now, you see, you are kind of inseparable right now. I'm, I, it's hard not to acknowledge what we're experiencing in this moment of time, the whole world is experiencing this global pandemic and some of us are still being quarantined and some places are opening up. It's, it's just been an interesting process for, for all of us, you know, I'm curious if there, if there's a way people can apply easily simply for the, if they've never done this before, something that, that you, that you do with my knowledge fitness to the current state like anything that you've noticed that is being brought up the most in everyone maybe it's worry maybe it's just stress or the energy mm-hmm. I feel it it's very heavy
0: yeah my cat feels it like <laughs> oh yeah sure my my animals do too yeah yeah it's it's there so yeah so st- statistically speaking right now there's a surge of depression and anxiety caused by stress right and it's all covid-19 related and stress is one simple thing. It's the idea that there is better than here. That's stress. I'm stressed out because I don't want to be here. I want to be there. Whatever that is for you, metaphorically speaking, it's, it's there is better than here. That's stress. Okay. So what I advise people to do during stressful times is to find peace in the presence of where you are with the commitment to where you want to go. Right? Because now you've actually created a game plan. So now you're on the court and you're a player as opposed to on the sidelines as a bystander being victimized by the game. See, And when we actually become creators of our destiny, that's where we become empowered. We're either creating or surviving. So if you're on the court because you now have a game plan, you're now in the thriving part of the journey as opposed to being a bystander watching, stressing out, and surviving the experience so you're either thriving or you're surviving how do you thrive whenever you're stressed out you're like okay there's somewhere else or there's something else that I want to do and I'm not doing that so let's get powerfully present to the now this is where I am and now here's my commitment to going where I want to go and actually create a roadmap to that for yourself write it down so right now we're in quarantine and that's the stress the stress is like I don't want to be here there's somewhere else I want to be so now is a great time to start planning where would you like to be? Really get clear on where would you like to be when this when when you're not in quarantine anymore where would you like to be? I like that. I'm curious if that would
1: bring up for some people who if that would intensify that emotion for them feeling like they can't get to where they want to go because they're stuck here and does that happen?
0: Well, that that would happen and then you'd like invite I would invite them to do some finger holds, but the main thing is like I think there's the stress because, okay, even if they did create where would I want to be, then there's the anxiety and the fear that they're not going to get there. Right. And that's very normal. But that happens anyway. Like when you start college, uh, you have the fear that you're not going to finish fear and anxiety. It just kind of like comes with the program sometimes. You know, I mean, when when. A basketball player is making that shot. He's at the free throw line. I May mean, not I do it, but here's the game plan. I'm going to put my toes on the line, and I'm going to shoot the ball the way I know he shoot the ball. He's still playing. He's in the space of thriving as opposed to sitting on the sideline saying, I'm not getting on the court. Yeah. So you got to you – know, we're not going to live without anxiety and fear. It just doesn't exist. Right. I mean – Um, anxiety is the inability to control the outcome well that's we're always going to want to be control freaks so then you just have to have tools to help you through the anxiety and the fear as you're making plans to get out of the stress space it's a methodical approach and that's why people suffer so much is because they think that they should be able to just change things instantly and everything should be perfect and then when it doesn't happen they start stressing out and they take a pill. What does that pill do? That pill turns off the anxiety and fear, but it doesn't take away the stress because it can't hide the fact that you're still here when you want to be there. And then it becomes cyclic. It's horrible. Right, that's a that's
1: very good way of describing how cycles start to establish and how yeah. we get stuck in them. Yeah, and I, I actually do a lot of, with fear. So if anyone's curious what tools might be to work with fear, I have a lot of episodes in season one about that. So feel free to scroll through
0: that's great so say someone is not happy with being in quarantine and they're going to be okay I'm stressed out and they take my advice and they're going to okay here's my game plan here's what's going to get me from quarantine here's what I'm doing when I'm out of quarantine and this is where I want to be and then they have but they know fear is going to be there then they need to go and check into your program, your work and get the tools to help them on that journey
1: Right. It's, it's a great way to work with different systems and, and I that's why I love having you here talking about something that is, you know, in addition to anyone's process. So it's all about figuring out what works for each person and trying to incorporate all the things that we can do to have a whole program.
0: Yeah, it's a design. It's a life by design, or you're going to live your life by default. That's yes. it. Those are your two options. I always, I always, another analogy I use is a NASCAR driver when he gets into his car, he knows he's a little stressed out because he wants to get from here to crossing that black checkered flag eventually, right? But there's anxiety and there's fear, and he's got his tools, tips, and technologies and methods that he's going to use. That's in his tool belt. He knows how he's going to get through those laps. So figure out where you want to go and equip yourself with the tools and the information to get through that, get through your laps. Yes, and I encourage people to
1: think about other moments in their life when they've had easy success, when they do have tools that they just know. We're all good at something. Right. So it's nice to remember those things and apply them in the areas where you feel like you're lost.
0: Right, like help, help you do you, boo. Right. You know, be your own best friend. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Get, get get some stuff in your, your belt, your tool belt.
1: Yes. And, and it's true. I, I mean, I love the thread through this, which is being intentional and being your own advocate, because that is, who else is going to do it? There, people will come in and out and, but that, that's an unreliable way to live your life. Like you said, you know, people can think they're doing something nice for you by, you know, slapping a big V on your chest or right. giving you too much sympathy or giving, you know, there's so many ways people think they're helping and mean well, but maybe don't and et cetera. So those sources aren't, aren't the best ways to care for ourselves. Those are just additions and we get to choose. Those
0: you know, are band-aids. Yeah, they can be, absolutely. Yeah. So, uh, right. And that's why we say my Dology, our commitment is that your peace of mind is in your hands at all times. At all times, during the stressful times, the anxiety times, the fearful times, the happy times, the, you know, elated times, the victorious times, whatever. All times.
1: Yeah, that that phrase is lovely and and a great motto and I feel like people should just write that down just to have with them as a, as an, uh, you know, as a mantra for themselves or yeah. something positive they can just remember it's a good reminder. Yeah. Yeah, is is there if there's one thing you want people to take away from this conversation, what what would you want them to walk away with?
0: That their tools for peace can absolutely be in their hands at all times. That really is. That that is what my life work is all about. That's the air I breathe. It's why I wake up in the morning. It's why I don't want to go to sleep at night. You know, I just want everyone There's so, you know, I grew up in a very, very abusive home, um, very violent and both my mom's home and my father's home. And I lived in foster care and I lived in juvie halls and I spent so many years of my life, my young life, not having any control over my emotions or the environment that I would be in. So I never knew from one moment to the next, am I gonna be crying in an hour? Am I gonna be afraid in an hour? Like just the emotional roller coaster is almost unbearable. And I remember thinking one day, I'm gonna really learn how to master every single emotion. So no matter what, Circumstances I'm challenged by. I will never manage myself as a circumstance. Therefore, I will never allow my emotions to be managed according to that circumstance. I would always manage my emotion according to who I say I am for me, and that's such a great place to be. And I would love to teach everyone how to get there. That's an amazing purpose and message to have
1: for yourself, and then to shine that out to others and it sounds like that was a core need for you to develop from a very young age.
0: Yeah, right. I had a lot of practice. So when I look back, I'm like, okay, god, yeah, that happened to me. No, that actually happened for me. No, that happened for me too. Like all of this information that I've collected is just data for the work that I'm doing now. Like I really need it to I need it to be on the court of life, you know? That's
1: a cool way to say it. I like that. I needed to be on the court of life.
0: Yeah. Yeah. They're like, let's put it right in the center and just throw all the balls at her. Go ahead. She'll figure it out.
1: Well, they knew the world knows how strong you are. And it shows. And watching you build such a life that's Thank that so you. many admire and, and to see what you're doing for others now is just beautiful and amazing. And I can't wait to see what you do next. I'm sure you're brewing
0: on something is there anything you're working on right now that oh my gosh yes (laughs) (laughs) oh my gosh a thousand
1: things
0: (laughs) yes oh it's just so much and it's so it's so it's just so much and the demand for for mindology we're now all across the the world our courses are in schools and Wow. It's just growing our beautiful children. I'm getting stories from teachers, you know. The bully of the classroom is now walking around and she's the one healing the kids when they get upset. So she went from bullying the kids to learning how to calm her own unwanted emotions and now she provides that particular posture for other kids, That's you know. A
1: huge shift for a child, for anyone.
0: Yeah, this is this was the class bully and now she's like the remedy expert for upset kids that are upset.
1: That was that. I mean, people have to go listen to your episode on the only one in the room because that does remind me a lot of your story about how you leaned into you working for an anger management um, facility or what would you call it?
0: Yeah. So I worked for um, a domestic violence court appointed program. Uh, So, yeah. Uh, And, you know, I have to say it's really strange, but my anger was absolutely the access to my peace. Again, it, and to me that that makes so much sense
1: because it's I think you you have there's two sides to all of it. If there's anger on one side, there's peace on the other. So Right, exactly. We all find our gateways into that side however we can and and for me it's often through the darkness.
0: Mm, wow, really? I got to listen to some of your shows.
1: <laughs> you might <laughs> like the episode that released today actually. It's all about okay. another artist who Went through the darkness to get to her light, and
0: okay, um, I listen, yeah, yeah, it's
1: and she's a mu- musician, but anyway, back to you. Can you tell us where to find your you and Mindology Fitness, and is there a way for people yes. to do it at home right now?
0: Absolutely. So all of our programs are free right right now, and they're going to stay remain free. Um, not not all of yeah. So uh, I shouldn't say all of our programs. So maybe more more specific. The Mindology Fitness basic classes are free. So uh, you can go to MindologyFitness.com, and they are, those classes are so amazing. I really can't stress, I know I created it, so it seems a little weird, but really, it really does work, the classes, and they're they're um, online available for kids. We have them available, and we have them available for adults, and if you have children, we also have meditations for the children. If your child's having a hard time going to sleep because of all the anxiety and uncertainty in the world. So there's a lot of free product at MindologyFitness.com. That is so amazing. And, and you said you're yeah. planning on keeping it free? It will always. I will always have free programming available, always, because my commitment is affordable mind care for everyone, everywhere, and sometimes affordable is free, yes. you know? Yeah, you got to get started somehow.
1: Yeah. Thank yes. you, Troy. This has been amazing. Any last words? Um, go be great. Those are always my last words. <laughs> now go be great. Yes. Okay, guys, you heard it here. <laughs> Go be great. You're already great. You already have everything you need. And it's definitely worth checking out Mindology Fitness. I mean, it's free. You have nothing to lose. It's something that at the least you can learn one tool you can take with you. Right.
0: Yes. And it's all science-based. It's a 99% science-based, yes.
1: And that's important. It's, it's a great way to help us understand how it all works together.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Troy. It's been Thank a pleasure. Thank you, Christina. Thank you. It's always a pleasure to sit down and converse with you. We have to go have like cocktails one night, you know? Oh my God, that would
1: be amazing. Yeah. Thank you for listening to Be Bold Begin. Don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts so as not to miss an episode. Due to the unusual circumstances, our release schedule will not be set to a specific day currently. So the best way to ensure you get all the new episodes is by subscribing. Help us build a positive community by joining the Facebook group, also called Be Bold Begin. I'll be checking it daily to answer and acknowledge any of your questions and comments. Stay positive and safe out there. Season two of Be Bold Begin is brought to you by the free podcasting for abundance course called Be the leading podcast voice in your niche. How to use the principles of abundance as a tool. You can find the free course by creating a login and signing in on our website, avanthousemedia.com or ahmcreate.com. This course is all about how to podcast from a place of abundance. And what does that mean? To be a leader in your niche, you have to feel like a leader and have the mindset of a leader. We'll explore some tools on how to access the feelings of abundance to stay in that empowerment state and to speak and create from your authentic self. After all, podcasting is all about truth and authenticity. It's such an intimate experience for the listener that truth and authenticity is a necessity. So this course is meant to help you get in touch with that or stay in touch with it, depending on where you are on your journey. And whether you're a podcaster or not, these exercises can be beneficial for anyone who's creating something and can be applied at any time during your process or even just your daily life. It's a great way to do some self-care and to explore your power and truth during this time of uncertainty. We all have a little more time right now, so let's try and use it in ways that will benefit us now and after this period. Give it a try. It's totally free. Just go to avanthousemedia.com or ahmcreate.com and create your login and the course will be there waiting for you.